Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Carried Away. Dun, dun, dun. Not just another episode. Oh, I'm We're sorry. I am sorry. You know what? I am genuinely, Ellen, you are right. I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. This is not just another episode. I don't know who I think I am making statements like that. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. This is the season three premiere. Yes! Oh my god. I am so sorry for that absolute bleak bleak intro when it's such a special episode i know we are (laughs) i know i'm so sorry but here we are season three a season three who'd have thunk it who the fuck would have thunk it not us (laughs) not us after season one (laughs) but you know what we're here and we are committed and we're going forward and we are we're ready we're excited yes are you excited Season three has some great yes. greatness about it. There's a lot going some on. Great moments. Let's start. Actually, before we really get into the episode, just want to say, follow us on the gram. Come and join us on Patreon, where we've got exclusive bonus episodes. We're always putting stuff up on there, polls, different things. So there's two packages to choose from: the one dollar or the three dollar. Um, we've got the carrying the Samantha. So just go over there, check it out. See if that's yes. something you want to be a part of. Because we know that you do. Of course you want to be a part of it. Yeah, we know that you why do, guys. Why wouldn't you? Why, why wouldn't you? Why, why lie to yourself? You know <laughs> that you want this incredible Patreon experience. Yes. Are we ready to get into We're the episode? ready for one of the greatest episodes ever. Do you think one of the greatest ever? That's quite a statement. It is a statement, but it is so good. You have to admit, it's got such good moments in it. It really does. And we should do that. We should rank, like, when we've, like, done, we need to rank all the episodes. Oh, yeah. That's going to be hard. Before we go on, as we were talking about Patreon, we have actually watched this episode together. Doing a drinking game. Yes, which, when you are listening to this, it will have gone up maybe, like, It'll be the, the the previous episode, so uh-huh. you'll have heard, you'll you will have if you've listened to that bonus episode. We did a drinking game to this, and it's actually it, yeah. it's a really fun it's it's a really fun way to drink. It's a really fun way to watch it, and to, it really is like you know it's only twenty minutes. You're sitting with your mate, you know. <laughs> it's fun. Got your carried away cocktail, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, we did make a carried away cocktail. So you need to go listen to that bonus episode. Get the recipe. Drink it. What's that? Think about it, feel it, catch it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready? Yes. Season three, episode one, where there's smoke. And the 4th of June, the year 2000... Which is crazy. I know. Written and directed by Michael Patrick King. Start the episode, carry voiceover. New York City, home to one million exciting, eligible single men. And four cold and slightly cranky single women. So we see the girls on the Staten Island ferry and we learn that Carrie is going to judge men. 
Um, she says in the voiceover that one of the perks of being a minor New York celebrity is that you get invited to major events, like the fire department of New York's annual calendar competition. So Carrie's going over there to be a judge and she's dragging the girls along with her because of course, why not? Yeah. Charlotte says it's a long way to go to see firemen take their shirts off. And Sam says, honey, I'm on the fucking ferry. I better see more than just pecs. <laughs> so good. Iconic. They're all like looking back at the city and Charlotte says, look how small it looks. And then Miranda says, who would have thought that an island that tiny would be big enough to hold all our ex-boyfriends? <laughs> And then we cut to the event and it's like screaming women, shirtless firemen, carry at the judging table. We see Sam like cut to the front of like the, I don't know, like the dance floor, I guess. But like yeah. everyone's just like screaming at these firemen. And um, she like pushes away to the front to get a good view. Then we see that there's a man on the judging table sat next to Carrie. And she says in the voiceover that his name was Bill Kelly. He was a divorced politician campaigning for New York City comptroller. And he was the token male judge. And when she said this, I was like, are we going to see Bill Kelly and Herbert Wexley I in know. a crossover? I know. Imagine. <laughs> imagine. Imagine. Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe, imagine. Yeah. Maybe Bill Kelly will be in and just like that season three. Maybe. Maybe Carrie will have, have developed a fetish for, for pissing on men's legs and it will all work out this time. Yeah, spoiler alert. Listen, <laughs> listen, we all know Bill yeah. Kelly is into some... Weird shit. Yeah. 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 I mean, I wasn't going to say weird because I don't want to kink shame anyone, but like... It's, it's weird. Like, if you're... if. If that's your kink, own it, but it's weird. I mean, yeah, a lot of things are weird, but... And he does, he owns it. I'm kink shaman, it is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Okay. (laughs) So, Bill is looking at Carrie and she tells him, like, watch the fireman. And he says, he kind of makes a joke that he's more into cops. And they just share, like, a smile and a bit of a moment. (laughs) And then we see... Miranda and Charlotte are going through the crowd to Samantha, who's pushed away to the front. And Miranda tells Sam that they don't make Cosmos and she's got Staten Island iced tea. And they all take a sip together. And then Miranda says, hello, I'm drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Who says that? Miranda says, hello, I'm drunk. (laughs) But it's also Samantha's face. We, we have to screenshot this and like put it on the Instagram because it's the best it's the best reaction why can i not think why can i not put it in my head don't you worry i'll need it take yourself yeah. over to the patreon and you will find it ellen fear not fear <laughs> not <laughs> fear not but yeah so charlotte wants to move back because she's embarrassed um and miranda's like no i can't see you without my glasses if we go further back and <laughs> charlotte says you know why do you care you have steve And she says, I don't have Steve. There is no having of the Steve. We're just friends. And Sam says, no, we're just friends. I don't put my dick in you. (laughs) Oh, God. Straight to the point. Absolutely. And Miranda says, 
another one of these and I might let you like referring to the referring to the drinks and then all of a sudden they all notice this guy get up on stage and Samantha has that Samantha look where like she's instantly interested and it's Ricky from Engine 53 in Lower Manhattan every time I see this in my note I just think of Rick 9 plus what if this is Rick <laughs> Nine Blood? No, that was Stanford. Maybe. No, that was Stanford. Oh no, one oh, of them. Stan- one of them was no, Rick wasn't. Nine Plus. One of them was Big Tool for you. Who was who? Oh, I can't remember. No, Rick Nine Plus was Stanford. I'm nearly sure. And he was talking to Big because he goes up to someone goes Big Tool for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's definitely no, not Rick Nine that's Plus because that's Stanford. Okay, never mind. Yeah. What I know. Shame. Next, you know, next time we'll, we'll we'll find somebody. We'll find Big Tool for you in this series. We will. <laughs> but yeah, so that's who it is. It's it's Ricky from Engine Fifty Three, and Sam says, "I'd like to show him my lower Manhattan." And then she says, "Hello, nine one one. I'm on fire." <laughs> like it's just a very Samantha. <laughs> like who is she even talking to? It's like Samantha's in a monologue. Yeah. Um, but she's she's loving life. Yeah. It's like a few hours later and we see Carrie, Miranda and Charlotte. They're like on the dance floor and Miranda's dancing is the best. Charlotte's so drunk, having the best time. Drunk Charlotte really is the best. Like Carrie's dancing, they're all just letting loose. Carrie in the voiceover says, I began to realize as I was dancing that Staten Island was like a quaint European country. The American music was 20 years behind and you could smoke wherever you wanted. So then we see Samantha go off to find Ricky. She asks him where he got his shorts from. And he's like, he just has like this really like, I don't know how to describe it, his response. It's like awkward, but he's just very. He seems very innocent. Yeah, like something. yeah, like innocent yeah. and just like he's, she's clearly trying to he's flirt not, with him. Yeah, and he's not picking up the social cues. Like, yeah, cues. Yeah, yeah, he's not getting the message, and he's he's responding, being like just giving these really like literal innocent answers, and then she just in- interrupts him and introduces herself she says like you look great and he starts talking again and he just keeps going on with himself and it's it's just I don't know he's just not he's not he looks great but he's not like he's not giving personality (laughs) carrying the voiceover says that two songs later it was time for this dancing queen to take a breather and she's at the bar and Bill Kelly who she refers to in this episode as the politician so the politician comes over they start talking, he buys her a drink and he asks, which district do, do like does she vote in? And she says, whichever one is near Barney's. And he's trying to find out like where she lives in a way that's, he's just trying to be like clever about it. Mm. He's, trying to, he's trying to like suss her out. Like, are you from here? Are you in Manhattan? She gives her address. He asks for a number and she says, I'm not into dating right now. And he says, like, oh, bad breakup. And she just, like, doesn't respond. She just kind of turns around and... Very dramatically, might I add. It's, it, yeah. And it's, it's quite childish as well. Like, he doesn't yeah. fucking know what you've been through. Like, he's... Like, she just turns around and it's almost like she rolls her eyes. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, like how dare you uh, ask me such things? Yeah. He's like, he doesn't know you, babe. Chill. Yeah. Carrie finds Miranda 
And she says, it's time to go. The politician's hitting on me. And Miranda says that Sam went home with the firefighter and Charlotte is around here somewhere. So <laughs> we see Charlotte on the dance floor, dancing her life away. Literally. Absolutely living the best Charlotte. Is Hang on. Is this the first drunk Charlotte? Like, really? Yeah, like, we've had the girls, like, drunk together, but we've never really had, like focal drunk, drunk Charlotte. Charlotte yeah because there's a difference there's a difference in Charlotte being drunk and drunk Charlotte oh They're yeah two very different very things different things yeah but I feel like this is the first drunk Charlotte which is amazing what a gift I what know. a gift we love drunk Charlotte um, she drunk Charlotte is like best the best yeah. yeah and she's she's literally dancing away she's mouthing the words <laughs> and Miranda and Carrie just kind of stood there watching and they're like at first they're just staring being like oh there she is there's Charlotte (laughs) and then all of a sudden like they just kind of start like bopping their heads together and like they're like and then they just kind of end up like joining her and going in and it's just like what a great moment like just so many great moments you know what this is this is really one of the best episodes it's all coming back to me it's so good Carrie in the voiceover says that three girls headed home, taking only fond memories of Staten Island and its infamous iced teas. And Charlotte is, they're on the ferry back to Manhattan. Charlotte is drunkenly dancing around like this pole and it's like she's out of control. So Carrie goes over and tells her to like wrap up and um, she tells her to zip her coat up. And then Charlotte starts saying, you're so nice, Carrie. And then she says, I'm nice. And then she starts going on saying, I'm pretty and I'm smart. And then she has this realization. She's like, I'm a catch. (laughs) Carrie's just like, yeah, Charlotte, yes. And then she says, you know what? I'm going to meet the the perfect guy and I'm going to get married. And Carrie's like, yes, you are. You're getting married. And then Charlotte just goes to the edge of the ferry and is shouting, like, did you hear that, New York? I'm getting married this year. It's like, she's just, she's like shouting it back to the city. And Miranda's just like, if she falls off, I will never stop laughing. (laughs) (laughs) And and Carrie is just like holding Charlotte back by the coat. Like, Charlotte has really decided that, this is her year like she's gonna get married yeah. she's like drunk having the best time yeah like, she just really had a great night she really really did mm-hmm. carrie in the voiceover says i wasn't quite sure if it was the iced teas or the staten island dating pool that broke the camel's back but something set charlotte on fire and uptown on dry land samantha and mr july had their own fire going so we see samantha and the firefighter in bed and she's she's not even making noises she's just shouting (laughs) she's just shouting saying like you're so big and strong (laughs) and like it's like they change positions and literally you just like flips her over and then she's like like, it's so funny to watch she's like bobbing up and down you just see her head bobbing up and down and it's like she's just screaming <laughs> and it just gets louder and louder and louder and it's like oh my god having the best iconic night. Yeah. <laughs> literally the, like samantha's dream night then carrie in the voiceover says i believe the official fire department count is a four alarm <laughs> samantha's scream like it lingers into the next yeah. scene 
like it echoes into the scene like you can still hear it <laughs> and carrie continues and she says the next morning at breakfast miranda and i wanted poached eggs Samantha wanted to give us the juicy details and Charlotte wanted to keep her head from exploding all over her Burberry raincoat, (laughs) which is the most Charlotte sentence ever. Sam is literally sat at this table and she's like saying that she's never been so wet and she's like let me tell you about his cock like she's so loud yeah like she's so I get it like yeah exactly she's so proud like she just has no bother for like anybody else no but Charlotte's like, can you be quiet? You know, like, people at the next table have a child. And Sam looks over. And then she just says, well, that's their choice. <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie and Carrie says, look, little Miss Hangover is right. Can we lighten up on the cock talk till cocktail time? Charlotte says she thinks it's wrong to sleep with a man to fulfill a certain fantasy. Mm-hmm. Charlotte. Like, right. Charlotte, literally is queen of that but Samantha says all men that we sleep with fulfill a certain fantasy she says you fantasize about a man with a park avenue apartment and a nice big stock portfolio for me it's a fireman with a big house (laughs) (laughs) oh god it's so great they're talking about how all the firemen are so cute and attractive and it's this thing about like you know they're going to save someone and it makes them seem more attractive Mm-hmm. And Charlotte says, it's because women just really want to be rescued. And all of the women just, just go silent and they all just like give each other this look like, I don't know, like they're just, they're not, I don't know. Like, like realisation. Yeah, it's like realisation, but they almost don't want to admit it. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, at this point, I was surprised that Miranda didn't like say something like jump in and say yeah like that's bullshit kind of thing but she didn't and then carrie in the voiceover says there it was the sentence independent single women in their 30s are never supposed to think let alone say out loud and then charlotte continues saying she says like i'm sorry but it's true i've been dating since i was 15 i'm exhausted where is he miranda says who the white knight and sam says that only happens in fairy tales and then charlotte just says my hair hurts <laughs> and then like plops her head down on the on the table god love her i know do you know what the more i'm going through this it really is honestly like top five episodes Isn't i'm thinking it? so good yeah the best carrie then says um did you ever think that maybe we're the white knights or we're the ones that have to save ourselves and charlotte says that that's so depressing and carrie is like is it and looks at miranda and samantha as if to say like help is it <laughs> back me up but yeah. no yeah but nobody really answers like they're all just like nobody wants to say maybe that they believe that but like they know yeah. that they shouldn't not yeah. that they shouldn't but it's just like not a very empowering thing to say no we are pausing the podcast to let you know that we are on patreon yes Woohoo! You can now become a member of the Carried Away family and get exclusive content, voting privileges, early access, and much, much more. There are two memberships to choose from, the Carrie and the Samantha. The link is in the show notes. We hope to see you there. Carrie in the voiceover says, 
While for some women, the idea of rescue was a life raft, for Miranda, it was an insult. So we see Miranda at the doctor's office. <laughs> oh, it's just too good. Signing off some paperwork <laughs> to get... Because I can just see... Now I see Miranda with the fucking goggles on later in the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot this happened. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, we see Miranda at the doctor signing off paperwork for... She's getting LASIK eye surgery. And the doctor is saying, you know, you'll need someone to be with you for when you leave. And Miranda's like, no, I don't need anyone. I'll be fine. And the doctor says, no, you're going to be sedated. Your vision's going to be blurred. You're going to need help. And he says, take some sleeping pills and you'll wake up with perfect vision. So, which sounds great. (laughs) Doesn't it? So, yeah, she's really excited saying, you know, she can't believe that she's going to be able to to see with glasses and she's almost a bit like a bit goofy the way she's excited about oh my god like this is gonna be amazing and then the doctor is just like yeah believe it and she just all of a sudden it's like very serious and she's like oh okay yes like (laughs) very (laughs) very Miranda and then we cut to Miranda walking the streets with Steve and she's explaining the procedure and he says that sounds pretty awful um do you want me to come and hold your hand and she says I don't need anyone to hold my hand and Steve says, I'm not saying you need it. I just want to be there to help. And Miranda says, she's going to ask Carrie. Steve says, like, why ask Carrie when I'm offering right now? And she says, Carrie is my friend. And he says, well, what am I? And Miranda's like, well, we haven't exactly established that. <laughs> and because we don't know, like, what's going on with them. No. And she, they get to Miranda's apartment and she asks are you coming up and he says we haven't exactly established that (laughs) she carries on explaining the procedure and it's just like like a goofy moment being like and then they do this and blah 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 and then he just kisses her they lead like they head towards her door so it's very like unclear at this point steve and miranda yeah we don't know what's going on they don't know what's going on we don't know what's going on Carrie in the voiceover says, and over on the east side at a more Charlotte-friendly bar, the iced tea princess began her quest for a white night. Charlotte um, and Carrie, yeah, like, they're sat at the bar and they're trying to essentially... Charlotte's looking for a husband. Like, this is Charlotte's year. She has decided, I am going to get married this year. So she is looking for a husband. She's taking it serious. She's not sitting at home. She's out. She's looking. She sees someone at the bar who looks like Charlotte's Mr. Perfect. And, but then somebody else comes over and he wants to buy her a drink. And he's like, can I buy those sweet lips a drink? And she's obviously like, absolutely not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Get away from me. Yeah, leave. He's basically trying to buy them a drink, but they say, you know, we're leaving because they just want to get out of the situation. Carrie in the voiceover says, Charlotte was a firm believer in the laws of dating feng shui. Change location, change look. So they find a new place at the bar to sit and Charlotte is saying how she wants a nice, sweet, funny guy. You know, she's like, is it too much to ask? And then the same guy comes over (laughs) and he's just like, hey, you didn't leave, you just moved. And he says, let me buy you a drink. And Charlotte is saying no, but he's just not respecting the no at all. He's just being too persistent and just like take the message. Um, And the guy that Charlotte was looking at earlier comes over like Charlotte's Mr. Perfect. 
and he starts saying to this guy like leave her alone she said no she doesn't want to drink stop and they start arguing and the white knight guy punches this other guy and Charlotte is like thrilled with this interaction because she thinks oh my gosh here's my white knight who's gonna save me from this creepy guy and then Charlotte's like oh did you hurt your hand like she's so like she's very Charlotte (laughs) yeah Carrie in the voiceover says his name was Arthur he was a nice sweet handsome funny great investment banker who lived between Madison and Fifth so maybe there really were white knights literally like Charlotte's ideal man on paper then we cut to Carrie walking home with some shopping um Carrie in the voiceover says, the day after Charlotte met her white knight, I met my credit card limit. With no man in sight, I decided to rescue my ankles from a life of boredom by purchasing too many pairs of Jimmy Choo shoes. So she's walking home, she gets to a... What, how, I wonder how many credit card limits she's Absolutely, met. Carrie has minimum yeah. 15. No doubt in my mind. <laughs> yeah. No doubt in my mind. Minimum. Minimum 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 100%. with at least well i don't know actually because how the fuck does she get these all these credit cards because her credit score is a pile of shite yeah but back in the 90s early 2000s i'm sure they were just given away you think maybe banks were like ruthless they were just like here's here's a credit card and then now it's card. carrie bradshaw's fault that we all have to get credit score <laughs> not exactly but we I think I think that's what happened <laughs> but anyway she gets to her stoop and Bill Kelly is sat there and he says I took the liberty of filling out a voter registration form for you I put your occupation as heartbreaker and he asks about sort of her shopping and he asks Carrie for a favour he says that he has to go back to Staten Island for some work-related thing and he wants Carrie to, to go with him. And she says, why is that? And he says, I can't stop thinking about you. And then he says, I'll pick you up at seven. And she says, no. And he's like, think about it. I'll drive by at seven. I'll wait in the car and you can either come or you, you don't come. But I, I will pass here at seven. Carrie in the voiceover says, that Saturday night when I was unable to take... Miranda to her surgery due to a looming column deadline. (sighs) My God, I'm sorry. Like notice that? Um, Are you serious? I'm sorry, but she went like shopping. She could have been doing it then. Like literally, the delusion that this woman has is unmatched. (laughs) (laughs) Like she has one job to do. She has one job, one column. Yeah. And her best friend is getting LASIK and can't fucking see. (laughs) She's like, oops, call him. Like, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Don't buy it, Carrie. She's just uncontrollable. Anyway, so, yeah. After, due to a looming column deadline, she didn't call Steve. She decided to take things into her own hands. Who needs a man to hold your hand when you have cab fare and a big black marker to write down emergency numbers we see miranda writing these huge signs out for herself with like you know like chinese takeaway and the phone number which is really cute (laughs) it's just like (laughs) 
Miranda. I, like I would do that. Uh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Like huge, huge like yeah. signs everywhere. The important numbers. Chinese takeout. Yeah. And Carrie continues. She says while Miranda was under the knife, Charlotte was having her first glass of white wine with her white knight. We see them talking about Harvard, and they realise they know like the same perfect couple. And Carrie in the voiceover says, Charlotte nodded, thinking about what a sweet, perfect, handsome couple they made. And then the guy who sat behind Charlotte stands up from his chair and accidentally, like, the chair pushes against Charlotte's back. And Arthur is like, you know, you just bumped into a chair. And the guy is just like, look, you know, it's it's crowded. I mean, he didn't, he could have just said, oh, I apologise, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy just says, <laughs> the guy just says, like, it's crowded. And Arthur says, you know, say sorry. That's no way to treat a lady. And the guy is, like, lighting up his brunch. And then Arthur <laughs> just fucking punches him, like, to the ground. And Charlotte, at this point, is, like, mortified. And yeah, they start, yeah. like, the two guys start fighting and... You know, like, at first she was probably like, oh, like, Mr. White Knight has come to save me. But now it's like, oh, this guy is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> you just well, like, fight. Yeah, because, like, the first time it was, you know, it was a guy. He was being a dick, you mm. know, being really pushy, needed a bit of a clip around the ear, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was, like, a completely, like, you know, a non-situation. Yeah. Yeah. So Carrie in the voiceover says that Charlotte suddenly realised that her date wasn't a man who came to a woman's rescue. He was a man who liked to start fights. And at this point, a waitress comes over to be like, excuse me, like, start with this shit. <laughs> Stop it. Get out. Uh, yeah, get the fuck out. And Arthur turns round with his fist and he's like, do you want a piece of me? Like, this guy is insane. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about this part. Carrie in the voiceover says, and just like that, Charlotte's white knight changed into a white nightmare. No, the bit, the woman that he did that to, she literally runs off and screams. Yo, yeah, screams. She's like, ah! It's like <laughs> that was it did I, not warrant that. It, it's like no, like I understand. I understand you being threatened, but you live in New York. You've seen it all. You've seen it all. Like you have seen it all. Anyway, we cut to then a very blurry scene and it's it's like a shot of Miranda's vision post LASIK and it's like this goggle vision <laughs> and it's like in the doctor's office and Steve is there and she first thinks like the person next to her is Carrie and Steve says, you know, like, it's me. Is that okay? And she says, I'm on Valium. Everything's okay. <laughs> he tries to like, help her standing up but she's like no no I'm okay and she stands upon her own and they leave and Carrie in the voiceover says one cab ride and two potent sleeping pills later Steve put Miranda to bed <laughs> so we see Miranda literally fall onto the bed and <laughs> he's, try- he's trying to take her shoes off and she's like flopping around the bed like literally yeah. like her bones have become spaghetti like it's <laughs> so funny and she's like stop no rescue buddy like covers her up <laughs> I love it and then we see like sunlight in the room and carrying the voiceover says the next morning after what felt like a hundred years Miranda awoke 
So she looks around and she takes off like the goggles and realizes that everything is clear. Like she's got perfect vision. And then she looks to her left and it's Steve asleep at the side of her. Oh, and Steve. I know, Steve. Carrie continues. She says, for the first time in her life, she saw things clearly. She she smiles and sort of lies back down next to him and like holds his hand. No, Steve. I know. I know. So cute. Carrie then says in the voiceover, then that night, Mr. July invited Samantha to come down to hang with him while working the Sunday shift. So we see Sam in this fabulous blue coat and she's like looking around this like fire station and it's almost like Samantha's like fantasy. Like she's in a fire station with this firefighter and he's everything that she's looking for and it's all great. Carrie in the voiceover says the idea of spending time with a calendar house of hot firemen was a fantasy Samantha felt whose time had most definitely come. So she finds herself in this like staff room where all these firemen are watching sports and it's quickly like reality. She's quickly hit reality. Carrying the voiceover says this was not the firehouse fantasy Samantha had in mind. So we see Mr. July appear and he invites Samantha to sit down and she's just so uncomfortable because also everyone's like gawking at her. Yeah, and she's and sitting there looking absolutely amazing and like... Yeah, yeah just it's like Samantha Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And Carrie says Samantha's rescue fantasy was suddenly something she needed to be rescued from. So we're at Carrie's apartment. It's like night time and the politician leaves a message saying, you know, I'm outside, 7pm, I'm leaving soon. But Carrie just, like, watches him drive off. But she is dressed. She is yeah, dressed. Yeah, She's thinking the about thought, it. Yeah. Yeah. The thought went through her mind, but she just lets him drive off. She calls Miranda and is like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm fully dressed and I'm watching him drive off. Why? And Miranda's quiet and Carrie says, just say it. And Miranda says, Big. You're terrified of getting hurt again. Home truths from Miranda. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Carrie in the voiceover says, there it was, the phrase single independent women in their 30s are never supposed to think, let alone say out loud. So Carrie hangs up and then we immediately see her on the ferry to Staten Island. And Carrie in the voiceover says... Miranda was right. I was like a woman frozen on the ledge of a building on fire. I'd been so burnt in my last relationship, I was afraid to leap off into the next one. So we see Carrie turn up at the event and Bill is pleasantly surprised. Carrie says, you know, this isn't a date. And she tells him, it was a bad breakup, so I need to take this slow. And then we quickly cut to the firehouse and Carrie in the voiceover says somewhere between chilly and halftime, Samantha decided if she wanted her firehouse fantasy to happen, she would have to make it happen. And she slides down the firehouse pole. I don't know what you would call it. Um, Yeah. She says in the voiceover, Samantha rode the pole a couple of times that night. (laughs) (laughs) And then we see... Samantha, so she's fucked up against the the fire engine. She's like dressing up, like she's making this fantasy 
happen. Yeah, because she yeah, yeah, yeah. she didn't see it she happening. She must do a bad start. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good for Samantha. She's making it happen. But <laughs> as she's trying on this fireman's outfit and it's all sexy, she's putting it on like. Then the actual fire alarm goes off. Like they have like a yeah. warning. Like they need to go. Everybody springs into action, and some guy um, comes over, and obviously Samantha has got his uniform. And he's like, get the fuck out of my gear. Like, this is an emergency. And she's just like, oops. Like, she's trying to, like, cover her boobs and, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She removes it, but it's like... She's trying to be modest about covering herself Yeah, covering up. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's literally, like, half naked. And yeah. they all rush off. And she's just left alone in this, in this fire station. And she's half naked. She's literally hobbling around the fire station trying to find somewhere <laughs> to hide. Because obviously the, yeah. all the doors are open. She's, she might yeah. as well be on the street. And carrying the voiceover says, Samantha learned that there's quite a difference between rescue fantasy and rescue reality. So then we see Carrie and the politician and the evening has sort of come to an end. And they're in the coat closet and they end up... They end up kissing and they're like falling all over each other in the It's just messy. Yeah, it's like messy. That's what I was gonna say, but yeah. I was like, that doesn't seem right. But yeah, it is. It's it's messy. They're just falling yeah. all over each other. And he says, Come home with me. And she says, No, kissing is enough. Because she's like, she's trying to put herself out there without Yeah. You know, that all that big damage, you know? Yeah. And then all of a sudden she realizes the time and she's gonna miss the last ferry. And it's this like whole Cinderella moment, obviously. The whole episode is like fantasies and fairy tales and this is Carrie's Cinderella moment. So we see her like jumping out of the cab and the ferry is leaving. She's literally seconds late, like she's just missed it. And as she's running, she has obviously this moment where a shoe comes off and she just, she like runs back, gets the shoe and just shouts to the fairy. She's like, wait, I lost my chew. It's just very like <laughs> Carrie. Um, very, but it's very, very important because, no, sorry, she doesn't actually pick up the chew until after she says that because then she goes to pick up the chew on her own. Like she's picking up the shoe on her own. She's not letting no man come chasing after her picking up that shoe. Not she's up. getting it and yeah. she puts it back on her own foot. And then there's like a beep of the car and it's the politician and he says need a ride and she gets in and Carrie in the voiceover says well he didn't have a white horse but he did have a BMW with a working heater so I guess sometimes a woman absolutely has to be rescued and she says you're taking me back to my apartment and that's it and he says that's it for tonight <laughs> and then he gives her a thumbs up <laughs> just like what is happening <laughs> Oh, he asks any ideas how we get the fuck off this island and then Carrie is the one obviously to be like well this is you know giving him the directions being like well this is where to go take a right and then she finishes off in the yeah. voiceover and says and sometimes a woman absolutely has to rescue a man at least that's how it ends in this Staten Island fairy tale and that is the episode honestly yeah, I really did underestimate this episode. Honestly, like, top five. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, it is so, so good. What a start to a new season. Oh my god, I'm so ready. We've got so much good stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. We've This season, we've got Aiden, 
I mean, it, I know Aiden kind of has this different sort of thing now because I'm just like that. But we're just gonna go with old Aiden. But we still love. Aiden. Yeah. Yeah, whenever, yeah. Whenever, yeah. Then just like that thing was a bit of a. Weird, we've got Sex but... in the City, Aiden, but we've got yeah. Aiden. And just like that, Aiden is unresolved. <laughs> yeah, pending. Yeah. Pending Aiden. No, season three, I'm sorry, we've got Aiden. We've got Miranda and Steve. We've got Magda. Yeah. We've got yes! Magda. We've got Trey. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, so fun. It's such a good season. Oh my god, it really is. Can't wait. I actually can't wait. And um, so please listen along every two weeks for season three. And let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know. Leave us a review and let us know who yes. your favourite season three character is. Not including the four girls, of course. Of course, yeah. Like the season three specifics. Like, is it yeah. Bill? I am honestly, I am honestly all for a Bill Kelly and Herbert Wexley crossover. I am too. What? I mean, you never know. What Do if... you know what? Stranger things have happened and, and just like Oh, that. don't even go there. Don't even go there, but I'm ready for it. You know what? Carrie's single in Greece. She needs a little bit of Bill. <sighs> I don't know. I like Bill, but the way it ends, I don't like Bill. Mm. Anyway, you know? stay with us. Let's unwrap this story together. Maybe you're watching this and you're, you've are you actually never seen it before. Like, people will be watching this for the first time. If you are and you're watching it along with us, please, please, please tell us. Yes. Yeah, no, please. Oh, my God. Watching it with fresh eyes <gasps> in 2023 what what a treat oh my goodness well thanks so much for listening everyone thank you see you next time